0: yo what's up guys welcome to the first of many podcasts for technology now well what is technology i mean technology is everything isn't it it's what we i'm using technology to record the podcast we use technology in our day-to-day lives and in these podcasts well i'm going to be talking about the latest technology news surrounding the big tech companies such as apple samsung OnePlus, Microsoft, but and these inc- these can include lawsuits or these could also include new product reveals or it, it it the spectrum is as wide as you want it to be. They will be relatively long because I'll be only doing them once per week, so they will be relatively long. And yeah, without further ado, let's let's get started. In fairly recent news, to start off with, um, Apple well. First of all, Apple have a rumored MacBook event tomorrow. Well, they have an official event for the. Uh, well, they have an official event coming out tomorrow at uh, nine p.m. Dubai time, and the tagline of the event suggests that um, that they're gonna. It's gonna be a Mac MacBook event, but again, we're just guessing. But rumors and reliable leech- leakers such as Minchiko and Mark Gurman have suggested that there will be there will be this is the MacBook event as this is the plan and when you look at the image posted on Apple's website and when you look at the tagline especially you can you can kind of tell that when it says the words unleashed and that's the tagline and it it's almost showing speed and as we know the the whole. M1 tra- transition is taking place for the Apple MacBooks right now, and this is going to be the like second of uh, like second batch of M1 chips. So w- I think we're going to be heading on to either M1X or M2, <laughs> likely to be M1X. But again, we we can't have any guarantees over it. And there have been a lot of encouraging statistics from the M1, the first generation. So, and the thing with those f- when with those first generations chips were that the speeds that those chips were offering were blowing any and all Intel computers out of the water on base apples on just the basic Apple specs. They didn't have to be spec'd highly because what the M1 did was it integrated the core parts of the computer into just that one chip, and that makes it a, a hell of a lot more efficient than the Intel chips that were previously being used on Macs and Windows computers, and and. It, it it's blowing computers out of the water, and that alone scared a lot of people, especially Microsoft, because you know, and Intel, because they they didn't know what to do at that point. And knowing that an M1 X is coming can only mean good news for Apple and their company. As yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a significant step already in in a market where they're already ahead of anyone. You could argue it's taking another big step to add to their huge lead. And regarding the M1X and what's rumoured to come out specifically in, in the event. So it's, gonna, so it's not only just going to be um, M1X laptops. Now again, take this one with a grain of salt. But we are expecting um, AirPods, new AirPods, AirPods 3. They're supposed to look somewhat like a hybrid between the AirPods Pro and the AirPods 2. And again, again, take this with a grain of salt. And the reason I say that is because we've been expecting these since almost March. And every time they've been told they're coming in Mar- the, they were going to be a, a PR in somewhere in March. Didn't happen. We thought we'd get them in WWDC in uh, June. They didn't happen. So take this with a huge grain of salt. But again, they, they should be coming tomorrow because, well, y- you'd expect them to since they've... It's been a while since the AirPods... AirPods 3 and AirPods 2 have Air, AirPods like Pro and AirPods 2 have been upgraded. But at the same time, the last time they were upgraded it was a press release. It wasn't like a the it wasn't uh, announced at an Apple event. They've only been announced at the uh, at a uh, at an Apple event I think for the first time when they were launched, which is the first generation. After that, it's all been PRs. So don't ex- don't expect much if you're expecting or if you want new AirPods for whatever reason, don't think you're gonna get them tomorrow. Regarding the MacBooks in in particular, now there's there's a lot of rumors. Obviously, look, the M1X chip is the biggest biggest uh, headline from these uh, laptops. But I think some people also are expecting more. And recently, Apple has added 120 hertz uh, resolution, uh, 120 hertz refresh rate to their uh, laptops, uh, to their iPads and iPhones, and Re- re- reports are telling us that this could be happening as soon as tomorrow to the MacBook Pros, and again, it, it it's from the display industry consultant Ross Young, which suggests that it's likely that they have a higher refresh rate because, as we know, refresh rate means your dis if you the higher your refresh rate, the more smoother, uh, 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 your display feels and the more quicker your display acts and. It's 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 gonna be mind breaking mind breaking if uh, they they have them. But I'm laughing because I'm reading this other rumor, and I I'm not sure about this one. And I I'd be intrigued to see your take. Now, obviously, the MacBooks have never had a notch. They've always had the the iPhones always have. And what again? It's a very very sketchy rumor. Uh, They're saying that the MacBook Pro displays because of... So they're going to become almost bezel-less. So so if people remember the transition from the iPhone uh, 7 and 8 to the X, the displays became bezel-less from the 7 and 8 when they went to the X. However, they added the notch. And a similar thing might happen here where they, they cut down the bezels, but they might add a notch. Honestly, I'm not sure how I'd feel about that. Because if they add a notch... Technically, it means Face ID will be possible, which I wouldn't mind. But I know there are a lot of people that do have a problem with that. So if if you're one of those people, fair enough. It it makes sense to be fair. And, yeah. Uh, Another thing about the MacBook Pros before we move on to uh, Samsung for the time being is that a a leaker known as Dylan KT has shared some huge potential... News on Twitter saying that they will start with 16 gigs of RAM and 512 gigs of storage, and they will support a finally a, a upgraded 1080p webcam. I swear to God, Apple for, for their MacBooks, have, their webcams could be so much better, and it's I'm glad that they're doing that. And the biggest other thing is they're adding the HDMI and SD cards back. Possibly, it's going to be a very very interesting event. I can't wait. But moving on to Samsung Regarding Samsung a report has just come out um, Just for some background news. So Samsung have been the first uh, Well the first big company if you want to go into the foldable uh, Slash flip phone like foldable market foldable phone market and it, it was a huge step when they did take it and um it's fair to say the first generation wasn't the best uh, it was it was look it, a first generation of a of something that requires and is so new it, it's never going to be that good it, it always is going to need time in my opinion so i wasn't su- surprised but now we we have we've had i think two generations more after that and a report has come out where the Samsung's latest foldables are offering people their peace of mind because they're giving durability upgrades and water resistance to them now this is from uh, Johannesburg South Africa on the 15th of October so it's very very recent our phones are And I'm reading off the article just to make sure that I don't miss anything But so this is from Samsung our phones are among our most prized and well-used possessions so clumsy moments involving them can be anxiety inducing but now thanks to major durability upgrades to the galaxy z flip 3 5g and galaxy z fold 3 5g users no longer need to sweat those little accidents whether you're filming a dance for social media or catching up on the latest news during your commute the both phones—I'm not reading them out again. Both phones are built to withstand the sudden surprises. Lighter and stronger, they're built with Samsung Armor Aluminum, the strongest aluminum used in modern f- smartphones. All companies say this. In addition to being more durable, they are also the world's first water-resistant foldables. They have taken pain. They have put put time and effort. To bring IPX8 water res- water resistance into the Z- Galaxy Z series for the first time ever, marking the beginning of a new era for foldable devices. Okay, so well, what I what I think about this, and um, well, first of all, massive credit to Samsung. I, I think that they they've done a very good job uh, in. The foldable phone industry, they've raced into a big advantage, actually. And it's going to be really tough when a company like Apple decides to catch, try to catch up on them. Because I don't think they can. I, I think it's a huge advantage. And the way Apple, Apple's production is such that it, it makes it impossible almost to catch up now. Because by the time Apple releases their first foldable phone, Samsung might have had five or six. And I'm not even kidding. And that's me being generous. If we're being honest, the foldable phone is, we we just hear rumors here and there, but we don't actually hear anything concrete. We're hearing next year there'll be another redesign to the uh, iPhone, but it's not foldable. You know what I mean? And by then, Samsung would have done one more by then. So fair play to them. I think adding, well, obviously, we, we need to get the phones in our hand to know how much of this is the truth, but I think adding and making adding uh, ipx8 and making them more durable is uh, a very brave step they've taken and it's a very good step in my opinion and i, I fair play to samsung the one thing i would say is i think in my opinion they're, they're in they're in a market with no competition so they don't have to do much in my opinion to to be ahead of the rest of the technology sector in that sense because no one is doing this foldable phones to this level of quality production and this this market is such that they can afford to make mistakes this this whole foldable phone industry is going to be riddled with mistakes for all companies whether that be OnePlus, samsung apple google any 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 phone maker that tries to make them they, there's going to be so many mistakes because we're talking about completely new technology that it, it it's it's different to anything we've ever seen in the last 20 years so i i think that the fact that they're doing this it's it's fair fair play they they've done a brilliant job and they have put themselves in a, such a huge position of comfort where literally no one can catch up to how how far ahead they are of them uh, of everyone so Yeah, regarding some Apple news again, going back to Apple as it's uh, becoming a big topic right now, regarding the uh, M1 transition, if people aren't aware of this, uh, the M1 transition is ideally supposed to be complete tomorrow. Uh, It's supposed to be complete, which does mean the Intel Macs might be removed as things stand tomorrow, they might get removed and that that's huge. That that is absolutely huge, and Apple are uh, uh, Apple have been accused of a lot of privacy breaches, not related to the M1, but generally speaking, Apple, Google, Microsoft, uh, and Amazon, I think it was. They have all been. This was, I think, to the back end of 2019 or 2020, where Apple got away with it, but Apple since then have taken a look good stance towards privacy so we see so fair play to them in that aspect as well and in more technology more technology news we can see that we can see that technology is to if technology automatically scans all iphones (laughs) we we it threatens democracy this is not good, actually, now that I read it. And it's a little bit a bit hypocritical of what I just said a second ago. So this article from, the, from Sky News says that the cryptographers and engineers whose careers have laid the groundwork for inter- Internet's fundamental security protocols have authored a paper titled Bugs in Our Pockets to Explain Their Concerns. So as I'm pretty sure a lot of you know, in iOS 15, Uh, uh, apple proposed a method of preemptively scanning all iphones for uh, child sexual abuse material or csam and this would be an extremely dangerous societal experiment according to these uh engineers and crypto and crypto cryptographers and this risks handing governments Enormous this risks. this risks handing governments enormous surveillance powers and what does this mean actually? well, this means that th- if if Apple can Unofficially do this already well officially even because they've done a whole article on it if Apple can unofficially do this uh, officially do this even What does it mean for the technology world? what does it mean for privacy because they're telling us they can do this. There's a thousand things they could be doing which we have no idea of. Our phones are consistently being checked, and it's be, and the fact that they've publicly come out and said this, it's not. It is not good. It's not a good look for them, in my opinion. And people claim that democracy is at huge risk. I I agree, and it, I I think it's it it's a bit annoying. I think, in my opinion, so. Because they're saying it's only for CSAM, but if they, how is that possible? How are they going to develop an algorithm for that? That doesn't make any like you can't code that, because I don't. To me, it doesn't make sense. How could they just scan for CSAM? They scan your whole device, not just for. If they find CSAM, it's different, but they scan your whole device, so that that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And I think it's a huge, huge ethical issue that uh, Apple are endearing themselves in and um, In weirder news self-driving cars are plaguing San Francisco Street uh, Waymo is saying that it's automated vehicles are following traffic orders when they enter the data Street wow, that this is interesting and Microsoft is officially shutting down LinkedIn in China and That's that's very uh. That's interesting because LinkedIn is one of the biggest job, uh, like, job center hubs, and LinkedIn are going to launch a jobs-only version of the site called InJobs later this year. But this will not include the social feed, or the ability to share or post articles. And the senior vice president says we are f- facing a significantly more challenging, challenging operating environment, and we, and greater compliance requirements in China and the firm said in a statement while we are going to while we are going to sunset the localized version of LinkedIn in China later this year we will continue to have presence in Ch- a strong presence in China to drive our new strategy well this this is big um LinkedIn has apparently been the LinkedIn has been the only major western social media platform that operates in China and it when it when it did launch they had they had agreed to adhere to the Chinese government requirements. However, they They also had to be transparent and something has happened in there where they haven't been transparent and they have They haven't agreed with all the requirements which has leaded them to be removed off the Chinese government, which is uh, Yeah, which is surprising Regarding Apple taking down a popular Quran app in China. This is very, very interesting. Apple has taken. Uh, so Quran Majid is available across the world on the App Store and has nearly 150,000 reviews. It's used by millions of Muslims. Apple has taken it down because a request from officials has come through, and it was removed from from for hosting illegal religious texts. And the Chinese government has not responded to this. And the deletion of the app was actually noticed by the Apple censorship, which is a website that moni- obviously monitors all of the apps running on the App Store for Apple. And the app maker PDMS said according to the according to Apple, our app Quran Masjid has been removed from the China App Store because it includes content that requires additional documentation from the Chinese authorities. We are trying to Get in touch with cyberspace administration of China to get this resolved it the company has reportedly had a million users in China and the CCP the CCP or the Chinese Communist Party officially recognizes Islam as a, rel- a religion in the country I th- yeah that, that I think that that's big yeah, well if if they've been posting things that aren't related to the religion, then they do deserve to be removed, you know. It, it's really, really big, to be honest. And moving on to Facebook. Facebook helps AI take a first-person view of life. Yeah, this was interesting. I was reading about this, and I was stunned. So what's happened is a long-term AI project that Facebook has uh, led by Facebook could help answer the eternal question. Where did I put that thing? So you know when we we put our our TV remotes or our phones or our or our earphones or our head or our headphones somewhere, and we just can't seem to find it, even though we remember putting it there. So Facebook has decided to use AR uh, it, to use uh, the utility of devices such as AR glasses to help them do this. So the project is called Ego4D and it aims to improve uh, augmented uh, AI's understanding of the world from an egocentric first-person perspective. And in a blog post, they've argued and they have stated that next generation generation AI will need to learn from videos that show the world from the center of action. This is a very interesting effort and I recommend you watch this. It's uh, uh, it's an interesting video and I recommend you watch this. It's called Ego4D. Teaching AI to perceive the world through your eyes—that's the—that's the video name. You should watch this. It's—it's it's very interesting. I have—I have watched it myself. So yeah. And, oh, just to sum it up, almost to finish off the podcast for today—not the longest of podcasts—but, um, this will be around about twenty-five to twenty-five minutes. Just to get this podcast out from next week itself. There'll be like 35 to 40 minutes. They'll get longer and longer as more as the Apple event tomorrow will take a big chunk of next week's um, next week's podcast. It'll, and we'll have to cover that in depth and there will probably be more news in bigger companies as time goes on, more products get released. So I apologize for the lack of time on this uh, podcast, but yeah, So the data sets that Face Facebook claims are twenty times uh, twenty times greater than other uh, uh, than any other in terms of hours of footage will be able to researchers who signed a data use agreement from November. And the five benchmark challenges are: What happened? Where am I likely to do? What am I likely to do next? What am I doing? Who said what when? And who is interacting with whom. Basically, Facebook want to use these AI glasses to help help them understand help people look and find for things and also predict human behavior if that if that makes sense and it's it's a very smart move from facebook i'm very surprised that it's taken them that long if i i thought by 2021 we would be somewhere further than we are in the ai and ar industry but clearly we're not so yeah but generally speaking it it's a very, very big move from Facebook and you have to respect how, uh, well, you know, how much time they've taken to do it. So, yeah, I think that is going to be all for today. It's it's the, a little bit shorter than I wanted it to be, but I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast and I hope you guys have been well informed about the, the world of technology for this week. Next week, I can't wait for next week's podcast already. And because of the Apple event tomorrow, I'm so intrigued for next week's podcast because I know, uh, as a bit of an Apple sheep myself, I know how, how good next week event, uh, how good tomorrow's event is going to be, and how much I can talk about it in next week. So thank you guys for watching, uh, and th- thank you guys for listening. Even I, I hope you enjoyed, and stay safe.